Hello, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology, where we talk to Ohio State recruiting targets, commitments, coaches, etc. cetera. Uh, we are focused still on the class of 2022, trying to do a little bit of a whip around around the country in the last few weeks to, to bring you up to speed with the latest on all the players Ohio State is pursuing in what is going to be one of the more interesting recruiting classes in modern uh, recruiting history. Today, we're talking to Keon Grays from Chandler High School in Chandler, Arizona. Keon, thanks for taking time, man. I appreciate you joining the show. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Um, Keon, you're, you know, um, one of the guys that I think people are interested in hearing about and hearing from because uh, because the way this recruiting cycle has gone for your class, you haven't gotten a chance to really go out and do the big camps and all that stuff. So here you are sitting at as the, the number 60 ranked wide receiver in the country, number 60, 60. Um, Ohio State in the last three cycles has signed the number one ranked receiver twice, uh, three other five-star players and Garrett Wilson, G. Scott, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Yet here we are in 2022 and you're one of the very select group that the Buckeyes have offered. Um, how did the relationship between you and Ohio State get to this point? And what is, what is the message that you hear from Brian Hartline and the Buckeyes about why they think you're a good fit for them? So really, it started from, it was back in like January. I don't know which coach came, but I was in Miami. And I was, I had a seven-on tournament. I told my coach that I wasn't going to be there that Friday. And then he called me, and I guess he forgot. And he told me that someone from Ohio State was there. And so... After that, I was kind of like, I was like, well, dang, I kind of missed the chance. And then Keenan Bailey texted me and he told me or he gave me his number. And I told him, I said, I can give you a call at a certain time. And since my recruitment, like since my texting wasn't open yet, he was able, like, I called him, he picked up and we talked and we just built the relationship from there. And I started to talk to Coach Hardline and all that. And it was just like, it was just great relationship building. Like we built a great relationship from there. We kept talking, we kept talking every day. And then when that Arizona thing came up, it was like, it kind of stopped because they didn't know where I stood with all that. And I told them where I stood. I said, everything's open. It's open. Like I, anything can happen. Nothing is official until I sign on the data line. And from there, it was just, it was just that where it is now. That Arizona thing is a commitment, an early commitment to the Wildcats, a home state team, one of the two out there in Arizona that obviously a lot of kids, you know, grow up watching. How, uh, let me ask you this, and, and I'll be, as, I'm going to ask you to speak for everyone else in your class, which may be unfair, but why do you think so many kids in, in your class are committing early uh, and, and knowing full well that there's a lot out there that you haven't seen and can't see yet. Is it just a matter you think of locking in a spot? Is it just trying to be prepared in case things continue to be super terrible? I mean, what do you think is motivating that? And what motivated it it's for you? Mainly, I feel like it's mainly because we don't know what our life is going to be like from here on out. So we, since we can't really visit, we don't want to go far and be like, well, life's messed up. I can't even leave my dorm room. I can't go home. I can't do none of that. I'm stuck here because sickness and we don't know what it's going to be like. Like we're hearing that, okay, vaccinations are coming out maybe January, December. Who knows how long that lasts? Maybe six months. Maybe it could be lifelong. Who knows? Well, we won't know until we get to that point. So that's what I feel. I feel as if it's more being safe and making sure that you aren't going, how can I say it? Like mess up in a sense. 
So, I mean, I think it's interesting because I have noticed myself that a lot of kids maybe are making early commitments to schools closer to home just to, to lock in a spot and then see where things unfold. How, yeah. how hard is it to get a true sense of a school? I, I'm, I'm, I know you've done the virtual visits with Ohio State. You've seen some of the things that they have to offer on Zoom calls and FaceTimes and that. But like how how difficult is it to really get a sense of what a school has to offer if you can't visit? It's really hard because you can't like you can't go see it in person because people will tell you they'll be like, oh, it's a great place to be. But you can't like you won't know that atmosphere until you get there. Because you know that place where you go to and you're like, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to live my life. This is where I want to play football at. And be, not being able to go get that feeling is hard. So, like, you can't really you can't really make a full feeling of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, how, how do you get input? I mean, I know Ohio State traditionally in it, recruiting in the Southwest wasn't always a, of an important part of their recruiting game plan. In the last couple of years, they've signed Jack Miller and Lathan Ransom from Arizona. Uh, they have a cornerback commitment in Denzel Burke from Saguaro High School right now in the class of 2021. Are you able to really get a feel for what the school is or the program is from talking to those guys? I know Denzel obviously is more in your age group. You know, are you familiar with him and, and how do those conversations go? Is there like a, an interest that gets, I guess, stronger from, from talking to him? Oh yeah, most definitely there's an interest that gets stronger because you feel more at home with guys that you've played against, played with and all that. And they just tell me like, if you want to go and compete, there's a place that you want to be. And I feel as if, like, that's perfect. And knowing that they're up there with me, I'm not alone. I'm not going up there by myself blindly, like, okay, I have nobody. It's just me. I got to make new friends and all that. I got my people there. Like, obviously, you're going to go up there and make new friends. But I already have people there for me waiting, ready to go. How much uh, communication has there been with you and the Buckeyes class of 2022? I, I don't want to be disrespectful to your commitment to Arizona. I know it's important and, and you picked it, but oh, you yeah. know, clearly you're, you're out there and you're, your ears and eyes are open, as you said. How much mm -hmm. of a relationship has there been building with C.J. Hicks, Deshaun McCullough, Bennett Christian, those guys? Oh, when I, when I got the offer, text from every class, 21, Evan Pryor, all the Denzel, Lathan, all these people texting me, and it felt like it was like, geez, like I, they really want me to come here. And it was like somebody like CJ Hicks, I don't even think he knew who I was. And he texted me, like he took time out of his day to text me. And I'm like, dang, like that's crazy. It's crazy to think. And it's like seeing all that hospitality and knowing that these players want to play with someone like me is crazy. And I feel like that would be perfect. As a recruit, as a, as a wide receiver, when you watch football, what are you paying closest attention to in the receiving core? And what is it about Brian Hartline on the field that you think makes him, I guess, different? Them boys work. Those receivers work. And they put their receivers in the perfect places to make the perfect plays. It's not even, it's not like, it's not too difficult. You got deep crosses, you got everything you need. And it's like their receivers are just put there to make plays. And Coach Hartline does a great job of producing those receivers and making them so, like, and polishing them and making them so good. And it's like it shows, too. I don't think, and, and this is just me talking, I guess, I, I can't remember ever seeing a group of receivers more open 
than these guys than Chris oh, yeah. Chris Olave. And I'm watching. I'm watching them, and it's like it's so much fun to watch them because they're always open and they're always making plays. And I'm like, like when aren't they making plays? Like it's all of them, all of them, all every receiver they got, and they even get the freshmen in there. Jackson Smith, they get um Julian Fleming, they get all these receivers in. I'm like, dang, everybody's getting in, and they're all making plays. And oh. it's like it's it's fun to watch. How much are other schools that are that are recruiting you right now, Arizona included, anyone else? How much is is the depth that Ohio State used against them in conversation? Is it used against not, them in conversation? Not really, because I mean, coming from Chandler, Chandler is competition every day. And with me, my spot is not guaranteed, regardless of who I am, what I got, anything. My receiver coach will sit me if I do anything wrong. Because that's that will make that's what makes receivers complacent and what players complacent in general when they know their spot is secure. And so having that depth is okay because it makes you work. And when you do get up there and get on the field, it's more rewarding. And you feel like, okay, I did that. I earned this spot. Is there a guy out there in college football right now or even in the NFL that you watch and, and say that's what I want to do or who you model your game after? Because I tell you, I watched your tape, Keon, and I thought that you your high school tape reminded me a lot of Chris Olave's high school tape. That's I was just about to say that, too. And you know why? I I looked him up because I knew I knew who he was, but I didn't know him like that. I looked at 24-7. West Coast kid, few offers, three-star, and look where he's at. Uh, there, there's something very similar in the way you guys run. I don't, I, maybe maybe I'm just missing maybe, – maybe it's just recency bias or I obviously watch a lot of Ohio State football, so maybe I'm yeah. just comparing you to him specifically. But I thought that I saw, hey, a, lot, I see I saw a lot of similarities in, in your body size, the, the, the style, the way you run. Where do you go from here, Keon? What I mean, obviously, again, uh, the rankings don't matter at this point. You, you're committed to a, a Power Five program. You have offers from some of the best programs in the history of college football. You obviously have to still play uh, another season of high school football before you can even think about playing in college. But where does your game get better from here? Where what is your goal for improving as you head into your senior year next year? Really just stay healthy and continue to dominate, continue to do what I do. Because the main thing is, is getting out of high school healthy. Most people are worried about, oh, I got to put up these numbers. I got to put up these numbers. You got to do good. You got to do what you got to do, but you also got to come out healthy. So you're ready to go to the next level and go to college and be ready for that. Were you expecting the attention when you got it? I mean, again, you 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 chose to commit early. Uh, and a lot of times, as you said, that will slow down some interest from other schools, yeah. especially when you're committed to a home state school like uh, Arizona. When when a team like Ohio State calls and says, hey, we're offering you a scholarship, what does that do to your life? It, it changes it completely because now you're known as the Ohio State guy. And it's like it's weird because around my school, like people get big offers but maybe not that big. And that's like probably the biggest offer that I've seen at our school. And I'm not like, I'm not 100% sure there could be one more, could be more, but that is like top three team in the Nate. Like that's big. And it's like, it's crazy. 
Yeah, Chandler is one of the country's best high school football programs, and and you guys out there, along with Saguaro, um, are, are in in a state that a lot of people I don't think think of Arizona and think of great high school football. But what, what yeah. you guys have done at Chandler and Saguaro uh, puts you in in rare air. Is there in your mind does coming from a program like Chandler drive you to want to go to a program? like Ohio State and Alabama, one of those schools where the expectation is if you don't win every game that you're failing? Oh, yes, most definitely. Because going to Chandler, it's like college. It's literally like IMG is public school. Like every day is a grind and every day you are pushed. Every day you are evaluated no matter who you are. And it's like, it just, it's just the standard. Yeah, you guys play a very, a very unique national schedule. You guys are who, who's the best player you've played against in your time at Chandler? Oh, who's the best? That's a good one. Um, it has to be. I have to say, Keely Ringo. That have to be the best. From the look, yeah, that that have to be the best. Keely Ringo for the uninitiated was the country's number one ranked cornerback a year ago. Uh, is is a freshman at Georgia. How did you fare against Keeley? I mean, he was mainly on the other side of me. But usually they just played man and we ran him off every time we ran the ball. But it was like we just dinked him and hit him underneath because all they did was play man. And so really it was just – I mean, I didn't really have much. The one time I ran, I ran two unders and me and him and I had to run into him a few times. But that was really it. Nothing too crazy. Well, uh, as you continue to grow and evolve uh, your game, Keon Gray's uh, Chandler High School, I'm sure you're going to run into a lot of good players over the next couple of years of your life. So uh, I, I wanted to get you out of here in a nice, quick 12-minute window, and that's what I'm trying to do. So thanks so much for your time. Uh, we look, we look forward to continuing to watch you uh, evolve and grow on the football field. So uh, thanks for being here. This has been Bermanology. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That is Keon Gray's from Chandler, Arizona. We will be back next week with another member of the 2022 class. Probably. We never really know. So thanks for watching, everyone. Catch you later.